Style Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning, everyone, on this Friday Eve. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Stu is off today. It is Cinco de Mayo today. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to make a marg later tonight. You are going to need a margarita when you look at the gas prices. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, what is happening? The state of gas. We are at a record all-time high for gasoline, with it hitting $1.91 a liter here in Ottawa. Yeah, and uh, where it is, it's going to be up over over $2 by the long weekend? Yes. $2. So if you are going to get gas, today might be your day. It's supposed to maybe drop a cent today at some <laughs> pumps. A cent. That's all you get. Oh However, by tomorrow, it's supposed to go up another $0.05 cents oh my God. a liter. So, yeah, and like you said, by the long weekend, uh, they're predicting $2 a liter. But the problem is, is you can't play the gas game anymore, where it used to be like, okay, is today the day to fill up? And, you know, it's going to go down, it's going to go up. They are predicting that there is no relief or end to this in sight for the next foreseeable future. I'm kicking myself. We have been running on empty. (laughs) I mean, we don't use our car very much throughout the week, Mm -hmm. but we do take the dog out to a walk at Rockcliffe Park almost every night. It's like two kilometers down the road. So we could go back and forth a bunch of times with the gas light on and it's not going to make a difference. (laughs) But we don't go by a gas station. So I'm like, "Ah, well, let's not drive out of our way. Mm -hmm. We'll, We'll get gas when we need to. Now I'm kicking myself in the butt for not getting it earlier. Yeah. Well, today would be the better day to do it before (laughs) tomorrow. I mean, uh, but they say there really isn't anything in sight that could cause these prices to drop, like looking ahead. So, I mean, I'm playing this whole game with my kids now, too. It's like... Do you really need to go there? Do you really need that? Yeah. And we're, you know, like my daughter yesterday, can you pick me up from school today? No, you take the bus, you know? <laughs> so with the, the big joke in our house is like, no, mom can't afford gas anymore. And it's true. Yeah. Like, honestly, yesterday I had to fill up. I had no choice. I was getting on fumes and I went and, you know, and you're just kind of like waiting and it's going up. And it's going up. You're like, okay. And you're trying to predict what you think it's going to be. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we just hit 100. Okay, great. Yeah, it's still going. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then it's going and it's still going. I'm like, okay, maybe 110. It's still going. 120 to fill up for me yesterday. And I drive a car. I don't drive a truck. Oh, my God. And I'm mid-range for the gas. I I can't do regular, but I I do mid-range. I'm certainly not doing top range. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and and that will last me just going back and forth to work. Well, yeah, because you drive a fair distance. I do, from Canada to downtown, but I don't drive that much outside of just work travel. Right. You know, in and around Canada, but I don't really go in. grocery stores nearby yeah. and everything like that. Everything yeah. is close, and that'll last me maybe a week, probably six days. Oh, yeah. my god! Yeah, and then I'll have to fill up again. That's oh, crazy. Everyone's in the same boat. I feel for people who have like big trucks and things like that. Only if you need them. There are so many people driving around with big trucks and we say it, my boyfriend and I say it all the time. I'm like, oh, I wonder how much that costs. Do they actually need that truck? Or do they work in like the construction industry or mm-hmm. something? Or do they just drive a big truck do because they just they, like it? Because <laughs> it looks cool. I know a lot of people who did that growing up. I don't know if they do it anymore. So two <laughs> years ago, we started the process of buying a new boat. <laughs> oh! And 
<laughs> because everybody knows the everything is backed up, right? Supply and demand, this and this. Yeah. And, and so it's actually being made. It was being made in Florida this whole time. So it's finally ready. And now I'm like, this is going to be the summer of our discontent because yeah. like, how much are we really going to be able to afford to put this boat in the water? And how much are we going to be able to just cruise around for pleasure? Like, yeah. This happens to be the crappiest year to have gotten a newer, bigger boat. But. Only to the island and back. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing any boating. No. Because the marina gouges you too. Totally. <laughs> yeah. The kids are going to be like, can we go tubing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Heck no. We can't afford it, guys. Hold on. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, everybody. Stu is off this week, so we're handling the useless fact for him. He's been kind of hit and miss on the days that he's been <laughs> submitting his useless facts. Today, he did not do his homework. So we know it's going to be good today. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> so I had to do a deep dive and find a useless fact for you. As always, you're going to send in your scores on a scale of 1 to 10, what you think of it. I thought this one was kind of interesting. Uh, and it's all about the chef's hat. But you know the ones like they used to wear, the really tall white yeah. chef's hat that has the pleats in it, right? Mm-hmm. That you'll see in really high-end kitchens. Looks really inconvenient to be working in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't see them that much these days, that's for sure. But in like really exclusive sort of French kitchens, etc., mm-hmm. you'll still still you'll still find them. But the reason that they have such height and so many pleats in those hats is it represents the level of uh, your ranking, basically, in the kitchen. Oh, so the taller it gets, like the... Yes. So at one point, there was a chef that had one that was 18 inches high, had to be reinforced by cardboard just to stay up. <laughs> but it had 100 pleats in it. And the pleat, each pleat would signify a technique or recipe that they had mastered. Wow. So the 100 pleats in this hat signified the 100 ways he knew how to prepare eggs. <laughs> There's 100 ways to prepare eggs? Apparently, when you're a trained chef, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. So, of course, the white color is to signify cleanliness in the kitchen, mm. etc. But, yeah. So, you don't see them, like I said, too much uh, anymore these days. But um, the chef kitchens where they do still wear them, uh, yeah, it does represent their their level of expertise and their ranking, basically, in the kitchen. Mm. It still seems crazy to me. Like, if you've ever worked in a kitchen, you know how hot it gets in there? Oh, you throw a huge hat on your head and yeah. you're moving like lightning back there. Yeah. Again, a, an 18 inch hat. That's making things <laughs> no. easier. Like, Nowadays, they wear like a cloth, right? Just to absorb all the, all the sweat, sweat off yeah. their head. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Okay. I like that fact. I'm. I'm going to give you a nine. I mean, like a hundred ways to make eggs. (laughs) I never really realized that each pleat meant something. That's kind of cool. All right. Checking your scores on a scale of one to ten. Mr. Kempfeld's giving it a ten. That's really cool. Early morning kids giving you a 10 as well this morning. So neat. Not just to hide rats like in Ratatouille. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Bitterman from the old ball and chain in him. (laughs) Some days he says wife. Other days not. Uh, 8.5 thinks it's interesting. Okay, we've got um, a soccer mom saying cool fact. Good one, Angie. 7.5 this morning. Uh, no surprise, the Cordon Bleu cooking school here in town still uses the <laughs> pleated caps. Uh, it says, my girlfriend just told me about this a month ago. Interesting. Oh. Uh, giving it an 8. That's from Connie the Wound Care Nurse. Um, Cranky Craig says, didn't Stu do this fact before? Sounds familiar. Three for repeat. I've never heard this fact before. I don't before. remember it. 
It's possible, but I don't remember. I mean, and also, would we get the detail? I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the intro should be oh, when you think of useless facts, think Angie and Janelle. <laughs> That's from Hall of Famer Gusto. He thought it was an excellent fact, giving it a 10 this morning. Thank you. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, we all know the lead up to the inductees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was a little bit kind of up and down because Dolly Parton's name was floating around, but she respectfully bowed out of contention and she told them that she didn't want to take the place of someone else who deserved it. She didn't believe that she had enough of a rock and roll career to warrant her induction. And they were like, no, we're going to keep you in anyways. Yeah, they're like, (laughs) thanks for your thoughts, but no. Uh, But I mean, a lot of the inductees to the Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are not rockers. It's true. So uh, anyway, despite all of that, she was on the list anyway, and it turns out she got in. (laughs) So (laughs) yesterday they announced the inductees for 2022. It is Dolly Parton. The list also includes Eminem. Uh, Lionel, Another non-rocker. Right, yeah. yeah. Lionel Richie is on the list. (laughs) Okay. Carly Simon. The Eurythmics, Duran Duran. Man, those are some old bands that aren't already in there. And Pat Benatar, who we play here wow, on Move 100. really? Mm-hmm. So uh, Dolly says in the end she is honored and humbled and she will accept it gracefully. And she says uh, still that she will try to live up to the honor. Come on, Dolly. <sighs> you have and then some. Oh, my goodness. So the big event is going to take place in November. Uh, we have that all broadcast on Crave. So speaking of broadcast. Yesterday was all about Tom Cruise making an epic landing onto the red carpet for the world premiere of the new Top Gun movie. And of course, they did it up in huge style. They took over a retired aircraft carrier. So there was jet flyovers happening, all uniformed servicemen in attendance. And then in comes Tom Cruise in a branded with his name on it. Tom Cruise Top Gun Maverick helicopter lands on the aircraft carrier and out walks Tom Cruise, who just piloted him his own self into his premiere. I mean, like, that's crazy. But we know this guy has learned how to drive or fly so many different aircrafts. Yeah. It was so dramatic. He gets out of the helicopter. He's walking in his suit with his aviator sunglasses on. Just to, like, prove, like, (laughs) yeah, I can actually do that. So, uh, very cool, though. They had the big premiere yesterday. They had all Navy sailors in the crowd. So, that is very cool, giving him a standing ovation. Uh, This is the type of movie they say, of course, you're going to want to see in theaters. Yeah. This movie was made for theaters. So, they're like, it's kind of like a welcome back to theaters. It's going to pump movies and people into the seats of theaters. So, uh, they're really excited about it. So, it premieres May 27th. I will be one of those butts in (laughs) And that's what's trending. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. You know, we are so fortunate here in Canada to have 40% of our land base dominated by forests. We have beautiful nature all around us. But despite that, most of us don't believe we could survive in it. (laughs) (laughs) So a recent survey that was conducted by Scouts Canada found that most of Canadians admitted they do not have the basic skills that would be required to survive 
in the great outdoors. Okay, what are we talking like what these basic skills even are? So a lot of people lack the ability to, uh, with confidence, put up a tent. (laughs) What? (laughs) Even though a scout can do it in like 10 to 15 minutes flat, most of us say that it would take us well over an hour. Pardon me? A basic tent? Yeah. Oh, come on. It's really simple. I've done it without instructions before. Like, I've, I mean, not all tents are created equal. They're not. Some are very challenging, uh, mm. especially if you're doing it by yourself. It's yeah. always good to have somebody helping you out, put one up. And they're like, much better these days than the old days when you had to, like, hammer in the, the stick, 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 and then yeah. you gotta, like, pin it down with some strings and stuff or, like, rope. Yeah. Now a lot of them you can throw when they just go up. <laughs> Right. Yeah, true. Are you good? I mean, you're a backwoods kind of hiker, camper. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm okay with this, actually. Growing up, we did not camp. Mm. We camped in my grandparents' RV. So, like, we didn't do any of this. I'm doing it more so as an adult now. Um, We have about four camping trips planned for this summer. Mm. And we really started getting into it last year. And, I mean, my boyfriend was in the military. So, like, he kind of, he's got got some skills. Right. Some people have some of that training. (laughs) We grew up tent camping as kids. um, And we then had a pop-up trailer. Yeah. Camper trailer, which we graduated to much later. But I'm pretty confident in building, like, a fire and things like that. Yeah, I lo- oh man, that's my favorite yeah. part. About we used to camping. help my dad do all that stuff. Where I think that I would lose on this list and on this survey is where a lot of other people did too. Like if, say, you were in real trouble mm-hmm. and you had to find yourself like a really reliable food or water source, like would you be able to do it? I would be the one eating the poisonous berries because <laughs> I wouldn't be able to identify berries or mushrooms or whatever that would not kill me. I'd be hallucinating on the mushrooms that I'd be finding. <laughs> Yeah, no, I for do sure. feel confident fishing, though. I could, if I had a mm-hmm. rod, mm-hmm. or actually not even. When we were kids, we used to catch fish with like a stick and like bread. Pardon? <laughs> yeah, we were. We wow, would whip okay. them onto the dock. They would like put their, you know, mouth around the string, and we'd whip them onto the dock. We were really good at that when we were kids. All right, apocalypse! <laughs> I'm coming to you, Angie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there are a lot of other things that, like you know, people in terms of you know, just like keeping your food or your clothing either dry or the food up out of the way of either rain or animal bears. Um, I struggled with that. Really? (laughs) Did you have a bear take your food? No, but a girlfriend and I did backwoods camping in uh, Algonquin. Neither one of us had ever done it before. We had Mm. to, you know, uh, canoe in. We had to portage, canoe again. That sounds horrible. We did it at the end of October. (laughs) It was miserable, Mm. but we had a lot of fun. Um, And we were were told we were supposed to throw our food up into a tree, so the bears didn't get it. Um, We struggled and probably tried for about an hour and decided, like, if the bear wants to come and eat us, the bear can go and eat us. We're just too tired to care anymore. (laughs) We really were. We were just like, this is just awful. We're just going to give up on this. We couldn't get it up in the tree for the life of us. (laughs) Well, taking a look at this survey and speaking of bears, you won't believe what some Canadians said they would do if they encountered a bear in the wild on said camping trip. It's like alarming what they would do and what not to do and what you should do coming up in just a couple of minutes there. So we asked you the question, you know, has anything happened when you've been in the outdoors that you've been like, yeah, 
I'm not as outdoorsy as I thought I was. <laughs> and lo and behold, Stu's mom has a story for us. Oh, God. <laughs> Stu, not very outdoorsy. I witnessed it. Yeah. And I think it's because, you know, he takes after his parents. She says, uh, his mom says, my idea of camping is the Hampton Inn instead of uh, Fairmont. <laughs> <laughs> We're roughing it this weekend. <laughs> but she said uh, they actually went camping. Years ago, late August, so it was kind of cold, and uh, her husband had and her had packed up um, while her while Stu was like sleeping, and to get him alert and in the car as quickly as possible because it's at nighttime, they're cold, probably going to go head to a hotel. They're like, "Bear alert, bear!" and he just booked it into the car. <laughs> of course. So they literally bailed midway camping. They are definitely not outdoorsy people. No, no. This dude comes by that, honestly. <laughs> uh, speaking of bears, okay, so as we look at this survey, and we went through, you know, the different areas where people don't feel confident, like setting up a tent and finding a food source should you need one, etc. So the other thing that Scouts can uh, ask people about is if they did encounter uh, an animal like a black bear in the woods, like what would you do? So a whopping, uh, like 20% of the people asked said they just don't know what they would do. <laughs> so freeze. <laughs> just not prepared whatsoever. Uh, alarmingly, some said that they would run. <laughs> That's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. You Bears never are run. A lot quicker than you might you think. You never run. Yeah. Uh, some said <laughs> that they would attack first. What? <laughs> Take on a bear? <laughs> yeah. Just oh like take God. it on. Uh, and then no surprise, in the time of social media, others said that they would live stream it. <gasps> and we've seen this. I've seen videos of this. And they said they would play Metallica on their iPhone because they think that the Metallica would scare the bears. Come away. on. I've seen people do this. Live stream their encounters with bears and put it on like TikTok and stuff. This is how dumb people are. Yeah, no, it's alarming what you see when you go to like a national park, specifically out west, because there are there's a lot more yeah. like animals and wildlife that you'll see. And people inching closer and closer to like a mom with her baby cubs. Like yeah. you don't go anywhere near no. one of those animals, but you gotta get the selfie, you gotta I get know. the the video, the photos. Like it's crazy what people do it is it is so what you actually should do according to the scouts canada people <laughs> Let's make everybody a little more outdoorsy today and you'll thank us the next time you find a bear in the woods uh what you're supposed to do is stand your ground and you're supposed to slowly back away but you always keep that bear in your sight. Yeah. You never turn your back on a bear. You certainly don't run. You walk backwards slowly. <laughs> walk backwards slowly. Stand your ground. Uh, you know, take up some space. Yeah, they say make yourself Wave big. your arms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then just wait for it to leave. <laughs> don't attack. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible idea. That's your best chance of getting out, people. <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, the big trending story this week is when comedian Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage at the Hollywood Bowl this week while performing a set for the Netflix is a Joke Comedy Festival. As we saw, a fan climbed onto the stage, rushed at him, tackled him on the stage, and then you had guys like Jamie Foxx and Busta Rhymes jumping on the stage to try to grab this guy. Got a few licks in before security got him. So they've now identified the attacker. He's a 23-year-old that was taken to hospital, and he's now in custody. But he had 
a replica gun with him that could eject a knife blade. Oh, my gosh. So they don't know if he intended to use the weapon or why he had it. Yeah. But uh, it turns out that this is better that it turned out uh, this way in the end. Thankfully, uh, Dave Chappelle got out of that being... Not harmed. Scary. Very scary. So Tampa Bay may have beat the Leafs 5-3 last night in their playoffs, but one diehard Leafs fan is getting the last laugh. <laughs> her name is Stacy. She's a Toronto native, but she's living in Tampa now. She's been a forever Leafs fan her whole life. But her own flesh and blood, her son, is a Tampa Bay fan because they live there, and his grandparents took him to a game when he was a kid. Yep. So he, of course, <laughs> trash talks her Leafs all the time, and as their rival teams headed into the playoffs, he was trash talking more and more, and she said, that's it. I can't have a Lightning fan in our house. So she moved her son Logan's entire bedroom out of the house onto their front lawn in Florida. (laughs) He loves it. He's a teenager. So he's out there. He's got this little tent set up, all of his lightning (laughs) gear. She left him a suitcase. She left him some toilet paper in case nature called. Oh my God. But she moved him out. So he thinks it's hilarious. So he just sits out there now in his little tent set up and cheers on his lightning. (laughs) He wouldn't think it was so funny if he lived in Canada still. Right? Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, they're in Florida. But oh, my gosh. Oh, too funny. That's good. That's, that's hilarious good. when you see these rivalries going on in, in their in own family. Families. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, everybody. It's time for Word Wars. I'll be playing for both contestants. Who's on the line to play today? We have Angie and John on the line. Angie will play first since uh, she got through first. Good morning. Good morning, Angie. Good morning. Good morning. So we get first choice of categories for you, and you get to pick which one you like, all right? Perfect. So thanks to Julia Fortin, who sent in our categories this morning. We have calculator or calendar. Oh. Hmm. Let's go calendar. Calendar. Okay. Here we go. January, February, March, those are? Months. Yes. Uh, one, two, three, four. Numbers. Yeah, but those are the? Uh, days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's skip it. Uh, Christmas, long weekend. Holidays. Yeah. Uh, and two, 2022 is the? The year. Yeah. Uh, uh, like the the uh, if you look at a calendar, there's four what in a month? Four weekends. Yeah. No. no four. Four Fridays. No. Four like Mondays. Full. Oh. Wow. oh I needed weeks, weeks. weeks. not weekends. Weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was and trickier than I thought. The other one you got tripped up on was dates. Yeah, they were dates, uh, not days. Mm-hmm. Man, mm. very specific this uh, category. <laughs> so you guys ended up yeah. with three. Three. We'll see how that holds three. up. Mm-hmm. Okay, hang on the line, Angie. We'll see. These ones, uh, you never know. Let's go over to John. Good morning, John. Good day. Good day. So we have our work cut out for us. Uh, this is tricky too, but we um, have to beat three to steal a win. Okay. All right. And All calculator right. is your category. Calculator. Calculator. Okay. Here we go. Most of the buttons have what on them? One, two, three, four. Yeah. Uh, And then the plus sign, what are you doing? Adding. Yeah. And the minus sign, you are? Subtracting. Yeah. The X sign, you are? Times. Oh, no. The other word? Like uh, uh, Multiply. Yes. Good. Um, And if you have 24 point... Two. What is the point called? That's a what? Yeah, good. Uh, and you go here to learn every day. You go to? Kids go to? 
School. Yes. Uh, Ooh, nice work, guys. Wow. That one was a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, John. You stole the win. Oh, that's nice. All right. Tell John what he's won today. You are off to the movies. We've got a, a pair of passes, treats for two to Landmark Cinemas for movie lovers. Tickets and showtimes at LandmarkCinemas.com. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. So it's time to make another call. Tell someone they are off to paradise, to the beaches of our Barbados. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Hello? Hi there. We're looking for Tammy. Speaking. Hi, it's Angie and Janelle calling from Move 100. Yes. Tammy, you're going to San Francisco Barbados. You are why? Oh, my goodness. Oh, no way. <laughs> My heart, like, you have no idea. Okay, uh, we, who is in the background with you? There's a lot going on there. Who's that? My, my co-worker. We, <laughs> yes, it's the trip. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tammy, this place is truly paradise. Dream come true. Those white sandy beaches. 20 restaurants to choose from. Swim up bars. All the amenities. You're going to love it. I've never been anywhere like that in my life. Barbados. (laughs) You have no idea. (laughs) So all my coworkers are around. I hope they give me the day out, the time off to go. (laughs) Well, yeah, they better let you off work. All right, who's your first call after this, too, Tammy? Greg. (laughs) Just, just Greg. Greg. Yeah. (laughs) Who who is Greg? Just a (laughs) red. He's, uh, Greg is the one that I hope would come with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it shouldn't take much convincing no. to get Greg to come uh, <laughs> down to uh, Sandals Royal Barbados with you. I mean, seriously, who's going to turn that down? Right. <laughs> okay, well, enjoy your trip to paradise, Tammy. Oh, wow, that is, it's the best, like, it's me, like, the last five years of my life. <laughs> in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. I'll remember when Dolly Parton said, oh, that's okay, I'm good, to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when they had her on the short list of names that were to be inducted for this year. She said that she wanted to respectfully bow out of contention at the time. She didn't want to be taking up a spot for someone who deserved it more. She's so humble. Gotta love her. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like, no, we want, you, we want you on the list. You deserve it. And, I mean, let's face it, a lot of the inductees already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are not all rockers. Yeah. It's all, yeah, for all sure. different forms of music. So, anyway, they kept her on the list, and it turns out she made it. <laughs> She's in. So, she is part of the list that was announced just yesterday. Inductees for this year shall be Dolly Parton, Eminem. Oh, yeah. Yes. Again, another no rocker. Exactly. <laughs> Lionel Richie's making it in. Okay. Carly Simon, The Eurythmics, Duran Duran. Wow, yeah. These are some of the old bands that. Uh-huh. You'd expect to already be in there. Yeah, and Pat Benatar. Okay. Squeaks in there too. So the big event uh, inducting them all will take place in November. And as I was saying, today is Cinco de Mayo. And uh, for a lot of people, that means the Margarita. And did you know that this is so interesting? Like of all the drinks in all the land, 
there was a survey that was done recently and the margarita took it by 87% as the top drink choice of people. Really? So if you had to think of like any drink, I mean, we're talking wine, beer, rum, rye, all of it. The margarita got 87% of the vote. I would not expect that. I mean, tequila is a require, like an acquired taste. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't like tequila or like the salted rim of a margarita. See, I never think of a margarita really like day to day for drinking, but like if I'm having fajitas or if I'm on a beach, I'm going to think of it more. But like on a Friday night, you know, when you just want to unwind, I'm not whipping myself up on margarita. I've never made margaritas at home. <laughs> so I, I don't know. But the other thing is, I do love a margarita, but the other thing is too that's surprising is uh, you know, like when you think of a margarita, you think of the frozen ones, right? Yeah. The frozen one is third on the list for most popular types. So the first is over rocks with um, Jose Cuervo. Okay. Second is over rocks with Patron. Ah. And third is the frozen variety. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And lime takes the number one spot over like yeah. strawberry, over it's a everything classic, else. Right? Yeah. yeah. With the salt rim. Mm-hmm. See, now I want one. Now I know I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> now I do want one. And that's what's trending. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. There's been a lot of talk this week about Dr. Justin Maloney, and if you don't know that name, you really should. Longtime Ottawa doctor who passed away this week after a battle with cancer. Dr. Maloney graduated from the University of Ottawa, spent years as a physician here in Ottawa, and the Ottawa Paramedic Association calls him, quote, a remarkable man with an impressive legacy. And that is because Dr. Maloney led the campaign to introducing nine as an emergency number in the capital more than 30 years ago. Really? And if you've ever dialed 911, you really have him to thank. He is the father of the number. So, of course, before that, a seven-digit number was ineffective. Nobody knew it. Mm-hmm. And an emergency number meant patients were in much better shape when they arrived at the hospital. Ottawa paramedics, of course, now respond to hundreds of thousands of 911 calls every day. But in addition to bringing Ottawa its 911 service, Dr. Maloney also was a proponent of teaching CPR. And in fact, he co-founded the ACT Foundation, which has taught CPR to millions of high school students across Canada. So if you ever learned CPR in school in a gym class, you have him to thank for that as well. He literally saved thousands of lives as a result of his great work. So Dr. Maloney was also awarded the Governor General's Meritorious Service Cross in 2017 for his work, bringing the high school CPR program into effect. So just an incredible legacy and an incredible doctor who many uh, knew and loved over the years. So. No idea yeah. that stuff was mm-hmm. thanks to somebody here in Ottawa. Exactly. Dr. Justin wow. Maloney. And that's all the feels on Move 100. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Hi, good morning, Move. Hello. Hi. Oh, my God. I have the mom hack, the best one. All oh, right. Hit us. Okay. It is red wine stain. So if you get a red wine stain... On your counter that's either granite or quartz, you take baking soda, you make it into like a paste, you put it over the stain, go to sleep, let it dry overnight, you wake up, the baking soda is red, and your counter is saved. Stop yourself. Sucks out the red wine. Come on. Everybody needs this hack. It works. Yeah. White quartz countertop, it works. 
I have one of those white quartz countertops, and That's I'm going to use that on other stains my children have found to make. <laughs> it is the best. Amazing. Wow. What's your name? Veronica. Veronica. For that mom hack, we're going to give you a $100 gift card for Hold Spa. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Oh, my God. I'm, you've made my day. I'm so excited right now. Well, you've <laughs> saved our countertop, so thank you. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day, guys. And enjoy your time at the spa. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Have a great <laughs> thank day. Thank you. Too. Bye.